Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we're delayed today because I've been trying to figure out why um, I stand with the lesbian Babadook is trending. <laughs> and I figured it out. And it honestly, I was like, what is this? Because I had to click. I'm just sitting here for like 15 minutes. Bobby's like, okay, hold on, hold on, The hold lesbian on. Babadook thing is an old thing, like an old meme. Or just like Babadook being gay or Babadook being like part of gay culture has already been a thing. I will explain this. I will explain this and I <laughs> will end with wrong, the punchline. I will end. No, I, there's, oh, I got it right. Okay. <laughs> so there is an actor. Her name is Amy Carrero. She is the voice of She-Ra in the new version of She-Ra. The Netflix She-Ra. She was a Disney star. Okay. And she was a freeform star. She was on that show Young and Hungry, which I never watched, but she was on that. The She-Ra thing is the big thing because she is She-Ra. Okay. Fine. Okay. And people are watching She-Ra. She's acting. She's young. She's like 31 years old. Okay. Whatever. She's very active on social media. She has like a couple hundred thousand Instagram followers. She's like being like vocal about coronavirus. Like this is Trump's fault. Blah, 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 blah. She's very woke. Okay. That's the backstory. But she's also very famous, right? She's famous. She's rich. <laughs> she's beautiful. Okay. This is important. Okay. Someone tweeted, you know, the meme of, of the little boy putting bullets in a gun. <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's always like uh, when the class war starts and I got to like, and I'm the one assigned to kill X, you know, that was the one about Bon Appetit. And it's like, oh, and he's sad. He's like crying. Yeah. The meme is a sad little boy loading gotta go. loading yeah, a yeah, gun yeah. who has been assigned to kill someone they stand. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And it's all a reference to like a vague class yeah, war right. or like the French Revolution. <laughs> Someone tweeted, when the class war starts and I got to put the voice of She-Ra in a guillotine <laughs> and it's Wait, a little boy and, and it's okay. a little boy loading the gun. Okay. This got the attention of the voice of She-Ra, Amy Carrera, uh-huh. and she was really mad and she tweeted, here's how it works. You post about slicing my head off with the guillotine or any other scenario that ends in my death, you're getting reposted. Don't want that for you? Don't make jokes about killing me. It couldn't be simpler. And then the emoji of the woman going like, whoop, with one arm, you know, whoop. (laughs) And people were mad at her. They were like, why do you keep reposting this person who said they were going to be sad about putting you in the guillotine? (laughs) They're sad about it. Do you understand that? They're sad. And and she's like, I get death threats all the time. This is not cool. I want to like show the world, because I am this woke person, yeah. that celebrities have to go through this bullshit a lot. And so yeah. people are mad at her 
for continually reposting right. she doesn't, this she doesn't guillotine meme that, that has been deleted. That has been deleted. Okay. They're like, it's been deleted, so why are you still reposting it? Okay. Who originally posted the joke about not wanting to put the voice of She-Ra in the guillotine? At Lesbian Babadook <laughs> on Twitter. Oh, so it's not even about a lesbian Babadook. It's yes. just... It has so nothing people, to do with the but lesbian somehow Babadook. lesbian Babadook is trending, too. L- what is trending is hashtag I stand with lesbian <laughs> Babadook. <laughs> I stand with lesbian You're Babadook. You're right, because she's mistaking this this meme joke, this like standing, this like yes. we, this announce, you announce you stand. She's mistaking that for, for a death an, an actual death threat. When what it is, it's a it's a construction of a meme that means you stand. I yes, yeah. and it's not that she even did anything wrong. The only thing she did, quote unquote, wrong is be in the upper class. <laughs> so now people are comparing her reaction to someone else did. You know the meme of um, <laughs> Wesley Snipes crying. Yeah, and yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like you don't yeah. want to. Okay. Someone did that and it said when the class war starts and I've been assigned to kill Tony Hawk. Yeah. And Tony Hawk responded to someone posting that like, I appreciate the hesitation. Yeah, see, that's the, yeah, right, that's the joke. So now the hashtag I stand with lesbian Babadook is being combined with the hashtag be like Tony Hawk. (laughs) It's very funny. Wait, but so so this this Shira actress is she's like she did she's like wrong. saved the meme and like keeps reposting the meme that is like already deleted, but like she keeps posting it. Yes. So there's a screenshot up on, on her Instagram story right now, and someone responded to her reposting the meme, and then they said, Holy shit, will you shut up? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she no. said and she said, literally never. Here's how it works. You post about putting my head on a guillotine or anything else that ends with my bloody demise, you are getting reposted. So the answer is to like not make jokes about killing me. Sound good? Oh, boy. But it's the number eight Honey, trend right now. It's, I stand it with means they Bobby. love you. Honey, literally the whole premise of this joke is about hesitation. It's based on the popularized yes. meme that went around the race war in Tony Hawk. Honey. Hawk. It's oh, about honey. calling out classes and going, I love you, but this is about class. <laughs> okay. Everyone's trying to school her. It's funny. That's this funny. It's the worst. Anyway, that's... Uh, that's really funny. I'm so glad Amy you Carrero. dug into I Stand with I Lesbian to, Babadook. I had to figure it out. And it's like most of the time when you actually dig into a trend, you're like, oh, God, why is it's this thing good, trending? You're good. like miserable. That was funny. Oh, honey, that was funny. Sometimes... It's, yeah, well, sometimes somebody's trending and I'm like, oh, God, and then I click it and it's like people defending them and the thing that they were trending for was like, is now irrelevant because there's more people who yeah. are like, this is wrong or I disagree or da da than in the first place. It's a very, it's yeah. a bad system, yeah. honestly, the trending, a very bad system. It's bad. Like yesterday, Dennis Quaid was trending and I was like, oh, God, does he like Trump or something? And he did. So I was yeah. just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Okay. And I clicked on the Daily Beast interview with him, and I was like, I don't care about what he says about Trump. I want to hear what he says about his young wife. Well, their wedding had their their wedding had to get delayed. COVID, yeah, I know. Too bad. It was like Marlo Stern, and he's like, so what? It like people are talking about the age difference, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. And then they just move on. <laughs> like, okay, what did I expect from Dennis Quaid being asked about an age right. gap? What is he gonna care? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Um, you are listening to Who's There, a weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at six one nine Who Them. Um, we'll start with some comments. There's a really good one uh, right now. So let's do this. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, 
I'm on famousbirthdays.com, and I would like to wish a very happy birthday to the Busby Quintuplets, who are a set of five five five-year-olds who are featured on the list today. (laughs) They're ranked, and they're not next to each other. So the first one is Hazel, who's number nine on the list. And then Riley and Ava are 13 and 14 on the list. They just keep scrolling. <laughs> Your sister Parker is number 20. And then Olivia is 23. It's just how... That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this really made me laugh. <laughs> that each each Busby Quint, they're like five, six, five years old. Actually, they're all the same age they have to be. Is a different <laughs> number. <laughs> on the on the rating list of famous birthdays like how dare they do that to these well i mean it must be an algorithm like they're not yeah out- it is. they're not in it here is. updating this every day like congrats to hazel busby for being number one <laughs> <laughs> these the busby quints are from a um tlc reality show called out daughter which ran for six seasons <laughs> Don't you love no when you idea. find out about a show that you like have never even heard like I've never a seen the, of. I've never seen the title. Sometimes it's like, oh, I've seen the title, but I have no idea what the show is. Daughtered. Outdaughtered. So I guess the the font looks like like that should be um it should be a really bad PG rated family, like big budget family comedy. I think that's what this show is. Starring so. like Rose Byrne and the Rock, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's oh like my. they accidentally got all these kids. Oh no, he's been outdaughtered. He was a playboy, and then you know he got all these daughters. Okay, the IVF doctor's like, I gave you too much. <laughs> Oops. No, I'm, I'm just looking at the the names of the episodes of this show, and they're all Raising such Quince a nightmare. 101. They're all nightmare. Fornado warning. Quince on the high. A seas. little potty Veggies. never killed Ew. nobody. Good Quint. <laughs> Good Quint's gone That's bad. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. The Nightmare okay, Before okay. Easter. Okay. When the Busbies are away, the Quints will play. Why'd you leave the Stop kids alone? It. Okay, next call. I can't wait for someone to call and be like, I'm the biggest fan of Outdaughtered. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Long time, long time. I'm listening to this week's episode, and I just had to pause because Omarion's charity, while incredible, may also be subliminal promo because he had a series of mixtapes called The Care Package and The Care Package 2. So I wonder if there's maybe just a little bit behind his act of giving care packages and he wants people to stream those albums, stream those mixtapes. Still love them, though. Okay, that's all. Crunch, crunch. Bye. It is not subliminal. That's, that's that is 100% so what's going on here. It's quite clear <laughs> if you knew that Amarian has two mixtapes. Each are called Care Package and Care Package 2. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Beautiful what do you think art. We're in these care packages. <laughs> Beautiful art. Care package one, 2012. Check care package two, dat- 2013. Check them out on datpiff.com. Uh, or maybe if you get a care package, it'll include a copy of care package. <laughs> Some N95 masks, gloves, care pa- and, and care package. Two mixtapes. Hi, guys. I had to pause the episode because Bobby said that Sally Field's son is hosting a show on Quibi, and that is not her son. <laughs> that is Dave Mazzoni. He's a hooey comedian, and I thought it was just so fucking funny because they kind of do 
sound or they kind of do look similar, but just thought I'd call in because I'm making meatballs and I'm dying over here. Um, anyway, ScarJo, yummy pop. Bye. Um, to be fair, Bobby calls every gay person he doesn't know Sally Field's son. <laughs> that's just it's shorthand. Not, that's not entirely true, but it's half true. I'm joking. The, <laughs> the thing is, I didn't know. So I knew who Matt Rogers was because he's the host of Law School Turistas. And I remember when Game Show was announced, I was like, I don't know who that is, but he looks like Sally Fields Fun. And it's sort of like I told the lie enough times that it became true. I knew that he wasn't Sally Fields Fun, but Bobby it was. Bobby recited like a it joke. It was a that joke of my own. That for I've been... months on the podcast. <laughs> a friend of mine DM'd okay. me and was like, it's I was okay. laughing, blah, blah, blah. And it was, it's just, you know. It... You know what? I called Christopher Walk. I called Christoph Waltz Christopher Walken, and I mixed up the Hemsworths in the same Quibi show. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, I'm sorry, Sally Field's son, Sam Greisman. You are not the co-host of Game Show. Dave but you Mazzoni could be. is. I Dave believe I, he is. could be. Could be. Yeah. 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 I mean, I be- you know, talented. He could be. Of course. Of course. And shout out Dave Mazzoni, who is, yeah. the, who is the host of Game who Show. Who is the host? Okay, next call. I just called to tell y'all that what y'all said about Knowing both Molly Shannon and Charlie D'Amelio is wrong. I am 22. I know who both of them are. I know Molly Shannon because she was in the Santa Claus 2, and she sang I Feel Like Some Christmas, and Tim Allen's character did not like her, and he was disgusted by her. And I know Charlie D'Amelio because I'm, like, a little too old for TikTok, but I have one, so I know who she is. So I don't, like, y'all are just wrong. I don't know. Like, it's not that crazy. Okay. Crunch, crunch. You are an older Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I found the song. Want me to play it? Yeah. It's weird knowing Molly Shannon from Santa Claus 2, but sure. I haven't seen the Santa Claus 2, but I did see Santa Claus 1 in theaters. In theaters. Opening weekend. I've seen Santa Claus 1. With the family. And then we went bowling afterwards. Oh, that's so nice. Whoa, oh, go to the Yuletide. Take a sleigh ride. Santa shirt, reindeer skirts. Whoa, oh, watching the windows park, drinking some eggnog. Whoa, oh, fill up a stocking. I spray on some flocking. Put up a tree, sports on TV. I want to be free, yeah, to feel. The way I feel, eh, 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 man, I feel like some Christmas. I feel like some Christmas. Feel like some Christmas. I feel like some Christmas. I love that there's all these movies where like (laughs) the man has to like go on a blind date and the woman's always crazy, but it's like this dude is literally turning into Santa Claus. Why are they making the woman out to be a psycho? He's Santa Claus. It's like like you're calling me crazy that I point out that you look like Santa Claus and you are (laughs) Santa Claus. Like, no, sweetie, like that is not on me. That's on you. You look like Santa Claus. She's allowed to do Shania Twain parodies in public if you are literally Santa Claus. She's like, am I going on a date with Santa Claus? you know that that would spin you and you would lose your mind yeah. okay next call <laughs> that would spin you um let's do a few name blindness things they're good hi so let me mix up things oh shit okay um but i have ray Ray drummond race drummer 
<laughs> and then I just Ray also Ray Dunn is a different person. Ray then Reed Drummond, they seem the exact same to me. Um that's that's why I get mixed up. Um I'm sorry. I had never heard of Ray Dunn, but I looked it up and it's like a famous pottery brand. Um, That's expensive. <laughs> anyway. What's funny is that Ray Strimmerd, the, the the hip-hop group, is, don't forget, it's Ear Drummers, ear drummers backwards. backwards. So the fact yeah. that Ear Drummers Backwards somehow matches up, but it's more, not really how you say it, it's more just looking at it on the page. It looks Ray just Strummer. like Ray Drummond. Yeah. Like, it looks just like Ray Drummond. <laughs> What's the thing where it's like, oh, we really look at the first and last letters of a word first when we see well, them? Well, it reminds me know? of that, like, meme where it's, like, written out... Uh, without the vowels and you read it really quickly mm-hmm. or what yeah. what does that mean yeah 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 it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's like our brain is I like cheating read. when it reads and that's basically right. what it's doing it's trying to do it quickly and so when so you look you, at ray srummer you, yeah. you you're just like oh it's the pioneer woman because our brains are dumb <laughs> oh it's or ray you might look at Ray drummond and be like ray srummer <laughs> oh it's ray srummer <laughs> that one really made me laugh um okay next one Lindsay, Bobby, I have a serious case of celebrity name blindness that just came to me because I always just confuse Catherine McPhee and Nanny McPhee. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Where the nanny is like a witch, but like a nice, but like a nice witch. And <laughs> but it's Ella Thompson. <laughs> Because I just got anxious before I called, so I looked it up, and it's because I wanted to make sure that it was I wasn't correct. Because like, what if Catherine McPhee played Danny McPhee? Okay, I need to be done. Um, thank you. Crunch, crunch. I need to be done. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> to be fair, Aaron and Sarah Foster call her Nanny McPhee. Oh, they do? No, I'm just saying. That'd be funny. <laughs> That's That would be very them if they did, you know. Catherine McPhee and Nanny McPhee. Sure, they have. maybe they're related. Maybe yeah. they have the same... Na- I, you, I can understand that. I've never seen Nanny McPhee... I haven't seen Nanny I'm McPhee interested. Returns. I feel I'm like really I'm a little old in... for it. But that's <laughs> I'm really good. really interested in seeing Nanny McPhee, I think, at this point in my life. Okay, so this is, like, along the lines of celebrity dyslexia, but um, I just watched... Um, I thought it was Mystic Pizza. I hadn't seen it since, you know, like 10 years ago I watched Mystic Pizza. Love Julie Roberts. I'm like, great, great, great. I see on Netflix... Mystic River, and I assumed that that was Mystic Pizza. So I watched it, waiting, and it's not like it at all. And I don't know what to do. Duncan makes it easy. Duncan makes it easy. Uh, Imagine putting on Mystic River and thinking it's going to be a a cute little rom-com about pizza place in Connecticut. (laughs) How long would it take to figure that out? I don't remember a dead girl in Mystic River. Where's the turn? Where does the dead girl come? Like fast or in the mid? Like when does that happen? Pretty immediately, right? Well, uh, I haven't seen Mystic River in a while. She's murdered kind of early, but there's more. I mean, there's plenty of other 
awful stuff right no, at the I beginning. No, I know, but <laughs> if you were watching Mystic River, how long would it take you to be maybe like, where is Julia Roberts? Or I like, think why? Five, this is not I, I think five, five minutes? minutes. I think five minutes. It's it's like, it's no, it's like not, it's not a cakewalk, Rem- the beginning of Mystic remember, River. Did we talk about, we definitely probably talked about going to Mystic Pizza on this podcast. It oh, happened yeah. in the past. That was a great time. <laughs> we probably went to Mystic Pizza eight years ago. Oh, so it. no. Okay, so it was before the 2012. 2012. It was a great time. We loved Mystic Pizza. We loved it. It's actually really good. And I think about Mystic Pizza that's good is that it's, you know, it's like a suburban pizza place. So it's really it's big. Like a sh- yeah, it's spacious. And it's not it's fancy. Great. It's, it's, no, it's, yeah. it's shitty good pizza, you know, like it's solid good. Shitty. And then there are posters all over the walls. It's fun. Yeah. Watch Mystic Pizza. Don't watch Mystic River. <laughs> I hate Mystic River. <laughs> it's just very. It's like, chill out, okay? It's not. It's not really worth the heaviness of itself. Now let's move on to questions, because we've done enough comments. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery. That's getting me goes a long that's way. Getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB Distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some that's are for true. relaxation, but like I love the sleep ones. They say shh. Those gummies they sent us. I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like you were like I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. <laughs> I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity. And an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD, and I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Hi, Who Weekly, medium time, medium time. Um, just calling to let you know that I'm watching live with Kelly and Ryan and Laura Prepon is on to explain how to make oatmeal more interesting. Um, she's teaching people how to make oatmeal during this quarantine. That's all I have to say. Stay clean, crunch, crunch. There are so many cool, interesting technologically revolutionary things happening right now on TV. Like the lengths that they're going through to keep these TV shows going is astounding sometimes, right? It's really impressive. It's like, you know, it's again, it's life finds a way. On the other hand, (laughs) there are some terrible things going on on TV. It's like stuff ends up is ending up on TV that would never in a million years air on TV. And we're talking about TV doesn't have like these high standards. I'm just saying like the things they are Especially putting on these Kelly shows and Ryan. to fill air is astounding. And recently Laura Prepon, our favorite prepper, Laura Prepon, who's prepped. She's prepped. She's out of the bunker. She, she's at home. <laughs> 
she reappeared. She had a kid. She reappeared. I think she has a book coming out to promote Another this one. book. Another she, one, yeah. I don't know. She went on Live and Kelly. And meanwhile, Kelly and Ryan are not together. Kelly's somewhere. Ryan's somewhere. And Laura's somewhere. And she showed them how to spice up oatmeal. Literally. And her clip, her the quality of her video is so bad. <laughs> like, it's shocking. Wait, please just play okay. My favorite. So to set the scene, we've got you know because it's the age of it's the age of quarantine TV. So everyone's calling in, everyone's dialing in from their own homes. So we've got Kelly on the left in her den guest bedroom, not the kitchen. Ryan is in the kitchen doing the work. He's like kind of following Laura's lead and making oatmeal with his AirPods. And by the way, he's talking on his AirPods. Laura's sure. in her actual kitchen, not her bunker, because there's like a beautiful marble island. Wonder, there's natural can I just say, light. I wonder, this is my like podcast. I wonder if there's a, they sent him a really nice mic, but the AirPods are because he's like on the phone. Yeah, he probably has them. to hear it. Yeah, I think like, they, they yeah, okay. definitely have good mics, the two of them. But Laura's using, I don't know. It sounds like she had what was once a good mic, but then it was dumped in the Mystic River and then let dry. <laughs> and then, then she started using it again because it's crackly. And it was fished out. And if you listen, closely to what she's saying you hear you hear sean penn go is there my daughter in there <laughs> like listen carefully to what laura prepon is saying and all of this yes yeah, so i'm really trying to look at ways to spice up things that you naturally will just have in your pantry so one thing that i love to do is a lot of people have oatmeal and i personally love steel cut oats um they're less processed so the, the uh, digestion process is slower it keeps you fuller for longer and it has more nutrients. So that's why I always go with steel cut oats. Um, these are three different versions that I do in my home. You guys totally at home doctor it up your own way. So this is just what we do. So I'll give you an example. She's like coming to you live from like a bunker in in Moscow. <laughs> that's why I like steel cut oats. <laughs> She's like coming to you live from from the clear the clear water bunker <laughs> me and my husband are here making oatmeal more interesting and she's done this on her youtube channel because i've seen this episode she's like oh my husband likes a savory oat so i put olive oil in like salty things i like a sugary oat so i put strawberries and maple syrup my kids like this so i put okay, blueberries okay. that's it <laughs> We have been putting things in oatmeal for as long as we've been cooking down oats. Ever since the first human cooked down oats and said, this is a little bland, we've been putting things in oatmeal. Okay. Early man was like, this could use some sweet. We have to excuse the content because of the time that we're in. There is so much bad, like, pantry cooking that's going on. You know, it's like, don't have lemons, use a potato. It's like, no, but okay. You know, like, not quite. <laughs> but what really is funny is that to me is the lack of giving a shit about the quality of the person. No, we don't care. I mean, look at it's Wendy. Like, look at Wendy Williams. Follow Rich Disweak on Twitter for like daily updates into Wendy's descent into madness. I put a clip. The funny thing was when we were talking about it in the last episode, I was I put a clip of the old episode, thinking that when I put a clip of the new one, you would be able to tell the difference. It's worse. It's, like it's gotten worse. Show. It got worse. It got worse. 
It's gotten She's, worse. And I'm sorry for how many times we get dinged if we like possibly maybe have something in our mouths on this podcast. People are like, get that thing out of your mouth. I can hear you chewing and I cannot stand it. Wendy is eating a full English breakfast or whatever, like throughout <laughs> the show. It's a plate of food. <laughs> She's just like slowly munch munching. She's at one. Out. Did you see yesterday? She, I'm going to quote Rich. What will today bring? Wendy Williams roasting a Slim Jim with a lighter and snapping in it, snapping into it on live television. Another reason to keep on living. And then there was this. Then there was this. He's Wait, not wrong. This I loved. So Naomi Campbell is doing a little show as well, like an interview show. Oh, sure. And here she, she is. is interviewing, um, who was that? Mark Jacobs. Listen. And it was also at a time of my life where I was, my, I was sober. I was clean. I was most fit. You remember... Okay, what happened right there? Naomi Campbell's side of the screen just went black. And Mark Jacobs is noticing right there. Listen. <laughs> it just disappeared. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And Naomi came back and said this. Hello. So we're back. We had a technical hitch. These things happen. And with the climate of the way things are in the world, we're powerless. So... <laughs> <laughs> we're powerless. What? In the Literally, climate and the way things be. are in the world, we're powerless. I have to say, as an independent podcast producer mm-hmm. and host, I'm really appreciating the celebrities having to hit these walls of technical difficulties that they have to figure out themselves. Now they know. Now they know what it's like. Now they know what it's like. Yeah, maybe you got to figure out how to use Hindenburg software. Or, or, or if your guest has to call in and can't come to the studio and you got to figure out a way to improvise an, a recording. And so you use a weird piece of Pop equipment shield. that you have. Yeah, maybe you got to Google it and spend like $400 and realize it doesn't work and can't figure it out. And then you got to return it and then you got to buy something else. Maybe your microphone fell into the Mystic River and you got to show Kelly Ripa how to make oatmeal. Like you got to roll with the punches in these yeah, times. Yeah, then you got to get yourself a fishing rod because you got to fish the microphone out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> but then you end up catching eggs instead because it's bunny day. Oh, God, it's bunny day. And then you make you use the eggs to craft something and then you tell Ryan and Kelly played. about it. But you don't have your microphone because it fell played, in the water. I haven't played in probably literally six days. Because I'm, I'm so kind upset. of sad for you because I feel like you were so excited for the game I was. And, then, and now you're like not playing it. It's Once, still the same game. You yeah, just, I know. It's a lot of I eggs. just it pisses me off. Okay, next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, this is just something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, so Jessica Simpson's best friend is Casey Cobb, who's married to Donald Faison, who is best friends with Zach Braff, who is dating Florence Pugh. So do you think that Florence Pugh and Jessica Simpson have hung out? I've been trying to decide for like a while. Um, okay, that's all. Uh, women do belong in balloons, but not right now because we all belong in our home. Bye. The best part about this question is our friend Maddie texted us last night with the same exact Questions. Uh, conspiracy, the- conspiracy theory because you are not alone in thinking this. Mm-hmm. And also... I finally got around to, I didn't realize it was a video. I thought it was a comment. I watched Ugh. the like scoldy Florence puberty. But can I just say, because I like her, I was like cringing because I felt bad the whole time. I like, I like her too. And I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't oh. deal with that video. My I'll reaction. Play, I'll play some clip of it here. I'll underline this fact. I am 24 years old. I do not need you to tell me who I should and should not love. And I would never in my life ever ever tell anyone who they can and cannot love it is not your place um and really it has nothing to do with you my reaction and it's definitely because i like her was like 
oh, like I kind of do feel bad about this because it it's kind of an internet exaggerated not joke. It's like clearly she can do whatever she wants, but the the groan is on him, not on her, but she's bearing the blunt the brunt of it and it's like kind of sad and disappointing. And so I did when I when I watched it because she's so well poised, even mm-hmm. though I kind of disagree with her saying anything at all because mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. That's my ultimate thing, yeah. I, I did, but I did, but I did feel bad because I thought she did a good job kind of shaming people. That is what celebrities do now. I feel like this one is a little bit different because it's like people are putting shit on her and not on him. Usually it's like the other way around where it's like we're like Dennis Quaid stop dating like a 20, 20 year old or whatever. But it's because she's the one she's who's the one who's out there and Zach Braff. But Zach Braff isn't the one getting right. Like but no one's on Zach Braff's Instagram being like, you know, but I think people he, but I think people are people are like, ew, you're gross. Like but but I mean, it makes sense that Florence is getting the brunt of it because she's more famous. She's the one people like. Right. We are not surprised by Zach Braff. Right doing this we're like ugh, we roll right. our eyes at zach braff i'm not even gonna call this relationship gross or creepy i'm just calling it like eye rolly it's just like god we want we want florence Pugh to date someone who seems as cool as she does or we just want right. her to it's seem not even cool, about you know we just want difference. her to make marmalade alone <laughs> it really isn't about the age difference it's just like right it fucking isn't. him it really isn't him it really isn't and the other thing is like what's weird is there's the other side of this which you think like, oh, Zach Braff, like grown. But there is, he just launched a podcast with this, with, with Casey Donald Cross' Faison. husband, with Donald Faison. And it is popular. People love it. They're thrilled. They're listening to it. So you yeah, think like you get in following the footsteps your, of the office ladies. But you get in your own bubble of like being like, no one cares about Zach Braff. He's so lame. But it's like, no, you don't understand. There's a fandom for him that has no idea that he's dating Florence Pugh and could not give a shit. So it's like, it's just interesting to me to see that and be like, we are really kind of sometimes in a bubble of our own, like who's actually mm-hmm. famous yeah. in a weird way. But the thing about Florence Pugh is that she's perceived as being very cool. And the cool reaction to dating a lame person is to not say anything and keep on dating them and be like, fuck you, I'm going to keep dating him. Right. To actually respond right. to trolls is not cool even if it's justified. They're, those are those are different things. And in a way, it's a little bit like the intro from today where it's like you're responding to trolls that are sometimes not even trolls are just like playing with their friends and like doing like kind of a funny groan or mm-hmm. like trying to they're not they're they're doing more of a of a signal Perf- a signal boost. No, no. Oh, performative virtue signaling. <laughs> virtue signaling. Like they're doing like a joke signaling like a f- <laughs> A humor signaling, virtue signaling joke with their friends that has like nothing to do. Do you know what I mean? You I know, know no, what I, I know mean. Exactly what, I okay. know exactly what you mean. So here's the thing. Casey Casey Cobb did comment on the Florence Pugh video with like a heart, heart, whatever. Like, They're friends. You. Oh, they know each other. They're, They're definitely friends. Like these two double date like all the fucking time. Never forget Question Casey is, Cobb is, Casey Cobb is the personal assistant that won the lottery you know like it's the dream for every personal assistant you know truly the question is do we know i'm literally asking you and i haven't read Mm. open book and don't plan to but although i will say since we talked about and dismissed it people are it's so good still fucking talking about it yeah okay well maybe i will read it but okay the point is are casey cobb and jessica simpson still close i think so yes they are Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i'm asking you do you know oh i'm i haven't heard otherwise Right. And also the other thing is, 
because Florence is younger, she definitely maybe was part of like a Jessica Simpson fandom thing where like she was the right age you would be to watch newlyweds and really mm-hmm. be affected by it. Yeah. So maybe it's like if Zach was invited to like a Jessica Simpson event, Florence like would come with him to mm-hmm. it. This is just like there's a very high we don't have proof, but there's a high probability of this yeah. being true. Um <clears throat> and yes, in December 2019, Jessica Simpson posted a photo of the two of them at a Christmas thing, like in front of a Christmas oh, tree. And it wait, says Florence and No, Jessica Simpson called Casey Cobb, her quote, forever best friend. Okay. Every okay. year you just keep getting hotter. Love you to the moon. Heart. Yeah, I had a feeling they We're were still, still close because I feel like they still, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Casey, speaking of, you know, yet another example of us just uh, projecting, you know, what we want from a celebrity onto the celebrity. Casey seems of those people, Donald, Casey, Zach, Casey's the coolest one. <laughs> like... Casey's the one you want to hang out with whenever they're all at your house. Casey might even be cooler than Florence Pugh. I mean, I'm not going to say it, but like, I don't know. But I'm saying is when they double date and they're all in the same house, Florence is talking to Casey and Donald's talking to Zach and everyone's happy. Uh, Medium time, long. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Medium time, long time. Um, So Wayne Brady is self-isolating with his ex-wife and her current boyfriend because partially because they live next to each other. Uh, uh, High hyaluronic acid, my gay boys. This is amazing. Wayne Brady is is self-isolating with his ex-wife and her boyfriend, asterisk. They live next door to each other. But it's so funny that this headline makes it seem like this headline makes it seem like they're in a two bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. Wayne Brady and his ex-wife and her boyfriend when it's like, no, guys, they're rich. So when they're <laughs> when when they describe them as isolating together, it's like they are coming into contact with each other. He revealed this uh, somewhere and then people heard about it and people was like he was talking to people, people now, their little video chat show. And the host was like, okay, so please, I need the m- more information about you isolating with your ex-wife, Mandy Takeda. And he's like, okay, here's what it actually is. And then he explained what's actually going on. So even though he said that he was self-isolating with her, he sort of meant it in a weird, nebulous way because they're next-door neighbors. And it's like, they do the right. Laverne and Shirley. They just, you know, you go inside the apartment or whatever. But most normal people aren't thinking, oh, it's an estate with two houses on it. They're Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, it's like one house and Wayne Brady's in the basement. Because Mm -hmm. that's like the normal description of what we're talking about here. And there probably are a lot of people who are isolating with their exes or their future exes or their, you know, around the corner exes or their kids from a previous marriage or whatever, you know. A lot yeah. of situations happening. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny that people's trying to convince me that Wayne Brady is doing that when it's like, no, 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 no. And no, another, no, no, no. another important little detail is that they have a kid together, and so that's another reason right. why he oh, keeps, duh, keeps going duh. over there is because they're literally co-parenting. Okay, um, I feel like that's a duh. Why would he go over there anyway? If he wasn't, he's not if like they hang, didn't have a kid. but but it is, but it is more than that because not only do they have a kid together, he's friends with the ex-wife's boyfriend so like they're in the most i don't know ideal sort of perfect relationship between exes that's what it sounds like it sounds like a fantasy land um so good for them if you say so yeah okay good for them wayne brady who are them uh we have we done him maybe not 
I weirdly tough. Wanna say, I really want to say one, two, three, them. I kind of want to say them, but I'm also kind of like, he does pretty hooey things. What's he up to now? Like, I'm not really sure. And also, what would you like call his main thing? Like, whose line is it anyway? But like, is that a big enough? Sh- sure. But and then Broadway stuff, right? Like singing stuff. Yeah. And he was just Kinky on The Masked stuff. Singer. Mass Didn't we singer. talk about it when he was on The Masked Singer? He won- he almost won The Masked Singer. He almost won. Yeah. Or he did. Or he did win The Masked Singer last season. He might have won. He was I just forgot. like such a big deal. Um, okay, so we'll go. Yeah, Queens will calm them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So jealous of people with yards. Next call. <laughs> hey, Who Weekly. This is Rachel. Long time, medium time. I'm calling to see if you had watched Tyra Banks, um, her food diary for Harper's Bazaar. Tyra might actually be a them, but she's got such strong Who energy that I think she works. Um, she basically talks about eating a bagel and performs it like a monologue. So check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Crunch, crunch, we in Greece. Well, let me tell you how I do my bagels. I take my bagel, plain bagel, on a day that I'm not gonna be in front of somebody's face. Onion bagel, if I'm gonna be speaking closely to people. Wait, I said that opposite. Funky breath if I'm gonna be close to people. Okay, flop that, you know what I mean. I cut the bagel in half, and then I scoop out all that extra bagelization and put that on the side. Then I take my whipped cream cheese and I dig deep into that pot of it and I fill up the entire scooped out bagel rounds like a moat, but I'm not finished yet. Then I take that plate of that moated cream cheesed bagel and I put it inside of the microwave and I shut the door and then I set it for 20 seconds. And then what starts to happen is the molecular makeup of that cream cheese starts to change. It's like a science project. And when you take it out of the microwave, it's not just heated, oh no. It's creamy and it has a slightly tart flavor that it didn't have pre-microwave. The thing with this video is that Tyra's been like this for a while now. 20 years. <laughs> I mean, 15. I'm just saying like we didn't kind of she's been like this since the beginning, since mm-hmm. she started hosting stuff, right? Like just the what is even her 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 affect is like insane. <laughs> well, it's she's, she's I mean, she's a her whole thing. She's always wanted to be Oprah and she could never attain it, you know? Like she she wants to be the smart sounding interviewer commentator and she just doesn't really have it in her and so it's always come across as a little peculiar it's kooky in a way that it's like it's kooky in a way where she's able to say so much and could literally talk forever Mm -hmm. but nothing seems to kind of make sense she's perfect for radio yeah we're talking about her food diary which is her it doesn't have to make sense but this has always been this is why Mm -hmm. we get like tyraisms and we get kind of the like the Tyra Banks that creates these clips that go viral just because they kind of don't make any, they really don't make any sense. And she hasn't really. Uh, I mean, her whole, her whole brand yeah. is about saying things very confidently that don't hold up to scrutiny. Like what is the most <laughs> famous thing she's ever done? Smize. Smize doesn't make any sense, especially the way that she defines it, where she's like, you have to smize whenever she, every time she did in that show, well, the, the example, joke, you're right. doing this, the but joke. what you need to do is this. It's, it's like, you're doing right. the same thing. 
<laughs> the joke is like, right, is how to mo- is showing somebody how to model is almost like an irrelevant thing. It's like they're hot. They have a certain look that people want. They'll figure it out, you know. But then she made a 40 year reality show based on the idea that she could teach it or that you could learn it or whatever. And like not saying that there's stuff that you can't learn, but I'm just saying like <laughs> sometimes the qualifications just need to be there or your qualifications just mean that you don't need to learn anything, right? You're so hot. You're exactly the look that they're looking I for. I love that every Harper's Bazaar food diary is over six minutes where it's like Ugh. everything I eat in a day. In what world does everything I eat in a day take anything over 30 seconds to explain? I know. I That's had a bowl of magic spoon. For lunch, I'm going to have some eggs. Bag. And tonight, I'm going to have some leftover chili. And I'm gonna- I mean, it's a Grub Street ripoff, right? So it's mm-hmm. this, it's a, it's a clear ripoff of this Grub Street column, which is nice, which is kind of fun to read, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It, and it's fun to whatever. read. Well, yeah, but when, translating yeah. it into this format with a celebrity is insane right mm-hmm. you can't cut you can't really cut it down i guess you could edit it down but it's like you can't really cut it down like what are you gonna cut you down get- the part where she just says like i put my scooped out you need to have like you need to have the context of the of the bagel before the putting the scooped out bagel in the microwave for twenty seconds can make sense. It's also a YouTube meme. I just remembered that's really popular, which is just what I eat in a day. It's YouTube meets Condé Nast's thirst for like glossy video content with celebrities. Yeah. You know? I don't want to give Grub Street credit for the what I eat in a day because that is clearly a huge YouTube thing, but it mm-hmm. is normally fall it's normally accompanied with like a, it's a voiceover on the person kind of going throughout their day making their food so it's a little bit more interesting of a format than just Tyra Banks sitting there telling you about her bagel that she scoops out or whatever <laughs> I like I don't even know it's just it would be more it would be more interesting and authentic if they were just like what did you eat yesterday you know or like give me one representative day from the, the past is, week you can't, these are all performances you can't tell Tyra Banks to do anything. She's like, <laughs> okay, bagels. I do, like, you know, then it becomes like a fantasy, a bagel fantasy. <laughs> a bagel. There's no way she does this every day. And there's no way she takes the time to scoop her bagel out and microwave it for 20 seconds. It's also just so funny that Tyra's like, I've been into bagels recently. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm seeing people, I have a plain bagel. But if I'm not seeing people, I have an onion bagel. It's like, no, you've seen Devil Wears Prada and you're making one joke. Okay, okay, okay. We have to move on from but this. But yeah, these like, sorts I can't. of things. Tyra Banks is like food such a character. Never, ever, 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 ever believe a celebrity when they tell you what they ate. Just That's don't. That's true. That's true. Unless it's like That's a true, true lunatic celebrity like, I don't know, Patty Lapone or Barbara Streisand, because they might be like, or Celine Dion, she might be like, yeah, I drank some water. Or what is Mariah Carey's thing is true, where she's like, I just eat salmon, <laughs> salmon and vegetables. <laughs> If the prompt is, what do you eat? You know it's going to be like a fully performative, written out, whatever. Because mm-hmm. nobody, nobody wants, wants to admit yeah, what they no. ate, you know? Yeah. Okay, next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, can you guys figure out how Tara Reid is doing? I did a little digging um, on her social media pages, but I can't find anything like super recent. Um, just want to make sure she's quarantining correctly. Um, thanks. Crunch, crunch. Bye. The la- you are correct. The last thing that Tara Reid <laughs> tweeted was a retweet of, of herself <laughs> of herself who and she had tweeted this on March 4th she, it was an, a re, it was a retweet of herself retweeting her new a retweet agent, of herself quote tweeting <laughs> quote tweeting on her new manager slash agent and he wrote I am now officially manager slash agent to the wonderful and extremely talented actress at Tara Reed go follow her and check her IMDb 
instant entertainment, have new clients. Film, act, hashtag film, hashtag actress, hashtag success, hashtag movies, hashtag casting, hashtag character, hashtag roles, hashtag audition. Oh, my God. And she retweeted that and wrote, I am so happy to see Philippe rep me. No, but it, and then her, she said, I am so happy to see at Philippe, but she wrote the word at. <laughs> A-T. I'm so happy to see at A-T. Philippe rep me, yeah. but his username isn't even at Philippe. It's at it's Phil ampersand Phil underscore Ashfield. Okay. But she said A T space Philippe rep okay. me, and then she <laughs> and then retweeted her last, herself. Her last Instagram was from four weeks ago, and it was Happy International Women's Day from Bella and I. And she posted, I think Bella's a dog. I can't even <laughs> tell. I didn't. I forget. Celebrities really need to learn how to use I. <laughs> But I was like, okay, where do I think Tara Reid is and how do I figure out what she's doing? And then you're I like remembered. A, like a private detective. She's, that she's probably on Cameo. And I remembered that you can see the most instant video, the most the most recent videos that somebody's done on Cameo. And you can see that, yes, Tara Reid is in someone's house or in her house. Someone's in her house. There is a mystery man who keeps popping up. And there's somebody holding the camera in some of these. Because at one point, she's holding dogs and he's holding the camera. Mm-hmm. So there's a mystery man. Maybe mm-hmm. it's Philippe. I don't know who it is. Um, but the point is, is the way that she talks about the quarantine is so good. And also, I feel a little bad because I think somebody paid to to make her quote Carl Sagan and she does it in a way that let's is play very... the whole thing here <laughs> happy birthday it's your 40th happy birthday Jesse um, these are from your friends and they want me to tell you we love you all in the world of late Carl Sagan even these stars which seem so numerous are sand or dust or less than dust and then enormity of space in which there is nothing love Luis and Aaron take care I gotta Bye. say it's it's not very nice to make Tara Reid quote Carl Sagan for your cameo <laughs> video okay <laughs> okay <laughs> there's also a weird snowman hovering over her <laughs> why is there a snowman hanging in her kitchen yeah there's there the i was trying to figure out where she was she's definitely in a house there's a big kitchen there's a a weird like snowman hanging from the ceiling or something that's like kind of right above her head did you see the one where there's a man in the background and he's like doing the dishes or something it's very (laughs) weird but it but it does kind of say your question was is tara reed quarantining and the answer i think is yes because i'm seeing evidence that she's in the same place she's doing her she's doing her cameos she's definitely in the same place in all of the most recent cameos which is good for her yeah her cameo is 125 dollars. she typically <laughs> responds in one day every single recent cameo is in the same place and that snowman yeah. is hovering over her yeah, you you got to play a few more of these or what? I, I hate that the cameos are public, but I also love it. You got to play a few more of these. The way that she talks about this time is. Hey, Kelly, I heard it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kaylee. Happy birthday to you. I know we're going through like a really hard time with all of us in quarantine and corona, but I just want you to know. We're all going to be okay. And thank you for supporting me and being my friend. And also, 
I love that you love Sharknado. You're the best. And Kili, you rock. Happy birthday. You're the coolest girl in the world. Love Tara. Okay, Aww. I figured out the snowman. That was sweet of her just to say that. What's the snowman? Okay, so this angle, this angle, we see a little lower into the kitchen. Big kitchen. Uh-huh. Kind of a, kind of a great yeah. kitchen. So right. the... <laughs> she's when she's not holding it herself when she's holding it herself we're seeing mostly the ceiling because of the angle and there's a giant snowman hanging from the ceiling like a chandelier yeah then in this we see the actual chandelier that's over the the, the breakfast nook and uh-huh. on the chandelier the lighting fixture there are little christmas ornaments hung she hasn't taken down her christmas decorations that's what this is she hasn't taken down her Christmas decorations. Oh, are you kidding? They're yeah. just Christmas decorations? Yeah. They're Christmas decorations that have not been taken down. But that kind of implies that it's it's her place, not someone else's place. Because that is a Tara Reid thing to do, maybe. And maybe she is one of those people. Maybe she's like one of those 365 days a year Christmas stores, but it's her house. So I don't know. <laughs> that would make sense. Christmas is a thing that makes you happy. So maybe she likes being happy. Anyways, I... I just wanted to let you know that Tara Reed seems to be doing what she's doing, and she's she, doing it. She has amazing reviews. Everyone says that she always went above and beyond. That she gave she does. perfect I things. Heard that. She did. She said, "You're the coolest girl in the world." <laughs> okay, good for Tara. So that's what Tara's up to. God, what a yeah, great, yeah, yeah. what a great income stream. Yeah, <laughs> truly. I know Cameo is like, remember we talked about Cameo 500 years ago? Like we were too early on Cameo and now it's literally mainstream. Okay, whatever. What are the who's and them of video conferencing? Obviously Skype them, Zoom them. I think Teams is a who, but what are your thoughts? Well, who were the who's and them's of, in the, you know, in the in these times, we're doing so much video conferencing, whether it's, you know, for work or for birthdays or just Zoom for happy hours. Zoom went from hours. who to them. Zoom, Zoom was who, who to them, them in a day. In a day. In a day. In a day. And FaceTime, I think, kind of dropped a little, but is them. FaceTime yeah. is them, but dropped a well, little. Well, because FaceTime, because, you know, we're trying to keep in touch with all of our friends and not all of our friends have Apple devices. And so FaceTime right. sort Hangouts, of... Google Hangouts, who? Google Hangouts are kind of a who in this situation. Yeah, and it and it and it doesn't always work super well. It works so badly. It, yeah, works, it works well terrible. if you have a if you have an enterprise account, if you have Google Meet, yeah. if you're lucky enough to have access to a Google Meet, you're in you're doing great. But Hangouts is really clunky and I don't like great. it. Um and House Party, that app went from who to them pretty quick because people were now talking about House Party. I haven't used it. Skype I, I don't really use. Either, I think Skype is a them, but Skype is so dated. I Skype don't use Skype. Skype is a them. But Skype is more of an international them. It's like the standard for making international phone calls, kind mm. of. Yeah in, yeah. in many places, right? Like when I studied abroad, it was like, oh, you have to have Skype, you know, okay. da, da, da. Well, then um, there's also there's also Slack. Which, Slack does video, but I think that, I think Slack's Slack. still very hooey. Yeah. No, Slack is so fucking, for that reason, that's hooey. And so is Teams, the Microsoft Slack competitor. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the caller mentioned. Oh, who else? What other ones are there? Um, what are people using? I don't know. I feel like, honestly, it's just it's crazy to me. the The Zoom thing is crazy to me. Just because oh, Webex, who Cisco Webex? Oh. No, I think it's like Cisco if I work Webex. for a Fortune five hundred company, you're a them. But if not, get out of here. Don't know what you are. No. Sometimes it does shock. It does amaze me though. Sometimes how well Zoom can work in terms of kind of man having a phone having a phone call where you can see everyone's faces and there's like ten people. It is kind of 
shocking it's that cool. it can that it can work that you can but the have moment you get actual... more than 10 it's like good luck lady we were in a zoom birthday party last night and it was like it became anarchy very quickly and it just like stopped working it was like you're having connectivity issues and it's like i know that my internet can't handle this something is wrong here and it just oh kept yeah that, i couldn't it. even get into that i couldn't even yeah. get into that zoom yeah it's you know, it has technical difficulties, but I did one for my birthday, like a little like pop in, it whatever. Worked. And it worked okay. It was nice. It was nice. And it's also just nice to see everyone's faces. Like, even if you were all muted, right? And like listening to like <laughs> a playlist or something. It's just, it is nice to see people's faces in this way that mm-hmm. is not, we're talking about Zooming, not just for pure communication and trying to say something, but more just like the experience of being yeah. with people, right? My so- my favorite thing about Zoom that one of our friends brought up in your birthday Zoom was that it's really hard to, it's really hard to leave Zoom. It takes too many steps. Yes. Oh, so when you're so like funny. when you're like, bye, I gotta go, you have to click leave meeting and then you have to confirm. But every there's a lag between each of those clicks. So you can't just like hang up. You have to like hang up and then Leaving wait and then Zoom hang up is again. Tough. There is an etiquette that has not quite been established. Like, I don't even know if it will be established by the time this is over. I pray it's not because I pray it's short. But like <laughs> the term, it, the, the point is, is that it's you have to really kind of either accept it. You're just going to be like, bye. Yeah. Bye. OK, bye. Which I think is fine to just be like, OK, we got to go. Bye. Yeah. Or, or what do you what is the what is the term? The reason. Irish goodbye, the French exit, the whatever. You can't do that. Yeah, well, you, you can either Irish goodbye at a birthday party or what you do is you go up to the person whose birthday is and you say, hey, I'm I got to go. It's happy birthday. So good to see. Like you do that like moment. You do it privately. And then, you're, yes. and then you're free. But for Zoom, because you can't have a private moment, you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> and everyone, and it's not like you could slip out the back door, you know, because the the entire interface changes. Like when a window goes away, the other windows reorganize <laughs> and you're like, oh, someone left. Like I could slip out of a party unnoticed very easily but not on a zoom oh i know you can't i know you can't and you you have <laughs> oh i love slipping out of a party me to bobby text did you leave <laughs> <laughs> bobby 25 minutes ago sweetie I'm like it'll be an hour <laughs> it'll be an hour i'll be like oh he's gone <laughs> um you can't do that in a Zoom. I was in a good Zoom. I told you about this. I was in a, yeah, yeah. a good Zoom with Josh's friends. And we had been Zooming for like two hours. And one of them just goes. Um, it was very clear that the energy was like lowering. But one of them finally just goes, okay, guys, I'm over it. Bye. And I'm over this. Bye. And then just left. Okay. I'm sorry, but that's so rude. Was, I would never really do funny. that. It was really I would fun. never like, what do that. Say? We were also in a really bad Zoom birthday party, and then we were texting with people during it. Like, how do we get out of this? Because we didn't know half of the people you in just it. Said, yeah, well, right. You got to, you you know, you make up an excuse. But you you know got to make up the an excuse. The best new excuse is, the best new excuse that everyone's what? using, including myself. What is I've it? I've got another Zoom. I have, I have another Zoom happy hour right now. Okay, but that is like that's everyone. Great. Everyone has Zoom happy hours all the time now, so you can just be like, "I have to go to another Zoom. I'm already late for another Zoom." But that's, that's the that best makes thing you to sound say. Insane, but that no. kind of makes you sound crazy. No, no, I You're would keeping never, up with your friends. Like, I have another Zoom. Oh, sorry, I got another. I, I got multiple another Zooms, multiple Zooms in a night, multiple nights. Well, you're fucking so popular. See, that's the response I wouldn't want. It's like well, I'm not gonna be out here. I guess it helps because there are Zooms. two people. It helps that there are two people in my household. Double the Zoom mm. appointments. Mm-hmm. But just so say, busy. I've got He's another so Zoom. Busy. He's I've got another so Zoom. busy. <laughs> Whatever. You can play Animal Crossing while you Zoom. That's what's great. 
I mean, you can because you have it set up on the TV, so it looks like you're looking kind of at the Zoom, but you're looking no, beyond I've, the I've Zoom. No, I've held I've held the Switch on my in my hand and played Animal Crossing. That's fine. No one cares. <laughs> I mean, especially if it's Josh's Zoom, you're just sitting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, "Oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere." It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without dishwasher. a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want. And Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's, time- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know. you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, long time, long time. My name is Laura. I'm calling in quarantine craziness. What happened to Carrie Hilson? Where did she go? Who was she seen with? Was she ever a them? I don't think so, but she definitely was on the cusp at one point, maybe like, I don't know, like 10 years ago. I don't even know. I don't even know. What happened to Carrie Hilson? Was she ever a them, or is she forever in hoodum? Um, Crunch, crunch. Bye. First of all, we've talked about Carrie Hilson because she's like kind of an iconic figure in pop culture in terms of when you talk about hashtag flops or whatever. But did you see some- Had everything and then it went away. 
did you see somebody added her 5G conspiracy to her Wikipedia, which is so rude. In 2020, during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, Hilson's spreading of falsehood suggested the virus was due to 5G wireless technology briefly overshadowed her music career. (gasps) Who wrote this? Briefly overshadowed her music career. The it's last time so we funny. talked about her was in January 2019. Because someone oh, called wow. to say what's she up to. And she was star- she's been starring in Lifetime movies, remember? Yeah. She was starring yeah, yeah, in some yeah. made for TV movies. Yeah. She's also one of those people who's always like her new album, like her comeback album's coming soon, and it's like never coming. It's like never coming, but it's always coming soon. That's right. what Carrie Hilson is up to. I mean, but- I personally am a big fan. I love Pretty Girl Rock. I think Pretty Girl Rock is like an incredible song. So Carrie Hilson does mean you, something special to me. You say that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but she's got she had some hits. She got fucked over a little bit. She said some rude things about people she shouldn't have said rude things about. Okay, Beyonce, don't say shit about Beyonce. Yeah. You are going to get in trouble. But we've been mm-hmm. over this. We've been and over honestly, it. I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you know the Carrie Hilson shtick. Yes. You know, what like, we haven't been over is 5G conspiracy theories. Um, and 5G conspiracy theorists, of whom she it's is spreading one. spreading through... Celebs, like, love this conspiracy, I think. Do you you know what I mean? Like, there's a strain of celeb that loves this conspiracy. She tweeted all these things about um, 5G, and then she had to delete them. And then she tweeted, management has asked me to delete the vid slash articles. Shruggy emoji. I appreciate good discourse on unconventional thinking. Let's all just be safe out there, because whatever the cause, the virus is a real thing. May God be with us. Prayers to all. So she was basically saying that 5G caused it. And Can I was like, okay. Can you imagine being Carrie Hilson's management right now? And you have to be out here being like, Carrie, please delete the tweets about 5G. I can't believe she you- still has management. So the... Um, <laughs> Like, what were they managing? I mean, at least there's something to manage. I'd rather manage a 5G conspiracy theory than nothing. So I was like, I keep hearing celebrities say that 5G causes coronavirus, and I have not actually looked into what they think that means because I don't understand how, like, an upgraded cell phone network can cause COVID. So it says, here we go. I found something on GQ. Yeah, I found they found the answer on GQ. Yeah, right. The more widespread theory is that 5G weakens the immune system through radiation, thus making you more susceptible to COVID nineteen. That's what they think it does. I don't even have 5G. My phone is slow as hell. Where's my 5G? If I'm gonna get affected by everyone else's 5G, where's my 5G? It's ridiculous. So then Woody Harrelson Instagrams. A lot of my friends have been talking about the negative effects of 5G. My friend Camilla seems sent, seems this to me today, instead of sends this to me today, seems this to me today, <laughs> though I haven't fully vetted it. I find it very interesting. <sighs> Meanwhile, MIA, who just came out as an anti-vaxxer, is out here being like, oh, 5G. In here, in here. Oh, in here. Sorry. Wait. Oh, she said she says she doesn't think it's 5G. No, but she says it can slow down the healing process. This is the same shit. She's not saying it causes If you're COVID. worried about radiation, there are so many other things that we own that put out more radiation than cell phone towers that like if that's what you're worried about it radiation should be the is 5G. everywhere the sun <laughs> radiation your phone radiation microwave the sun radiation. is actually way more the sun is way more dangerous than 5g uh, let's people be don't know real. what radiation is radiation is all right, over the fucking right. place you take right, a flight right. radiation you get more radiation I mean, just than... look at the list of celebs that are sus we have john cusack okay <laughs> mia okay willie will uh, woody harrelson and carrie hilson sorry this is not my panel of of scientists that i'm going to that i'm going to go to bat for in terms of this <laughs> okay and then we have an anonymous person who wrote who wrote to vulture about getting a 
test faster than anyone and in oh, i'm so pissed the, at that vulture thing shut up within yeah within the as told to there's a little drop of 5g maybe it's 5g <laughs> maybe it's 5g that's going all over and we're just going to be feeling less than it affects us all in a major way so it's the actress has asthma her husband, her husband is, is 71 72 who yeah, is this person i think it's ben miller really because she's a little wackadoo her husband's 72 not 71 but it wouldn't surprise me if they either changed the age just to mask her or if Bette Midler didn't know how old her husband was <laughs> yeah wait so how did you figure out Bette Midler's husband you just went you I guessed. literally when I read it I said this sounds like Bette Midler and I googled her husband's age and it was 71 and also Bette Midler 72. because of her tweets would totally yes, write exactly yeah um, and if Bette Midler were to pitch an essay to anyone, it would be New York Magazine slash Vulture. Right. New because York she's Media. like a New York. She's a New I Yorker. think it's her. You know, um, I, I, uh, yeah, I believe. I actually, I buy Does she have asthma? Belief. I don't know, but. I tried to use my, asthma. I tried to use my, I tried to get, figure out who it was, but they wouldn't tell me. But I, oh. I think we can figure it out. I think someone call in. Who is this person? Point is, this like, is easy. It's annoying that they would post that anonymously to begin with. Like, fuck you. Right, Put your name on it. Right, it's wimpy. It is wimpy because it's like we know celebrities got tests faster because they have access to private doctors who were able to get tests faster. Mm-hmm. So why? And if you're going to own up to being like, yes, I am one of that pri- the privileged few, it's not brave to hide behind an as no. told you. We know this is a fact that we it's already like we know, know that you're, you're doing re- this. You're not revealing the truth that celebrities are getting tests, and you didn't actually reveal any information about how you just that feel guilty. Happens. You just feel bad. So either you say, hey, this is something that happened to me and I feel bad about it and here's why. Or you don't share this information like this because we already know. Yeah. So boring. Anyway, you're right. Okay, we're done. Thank you for listening to Who's There, Who Weekly, our weekly call-in show. Um, We really appreciate it. Hope you're doing well in self-isolation, quarantine. Um, Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love reading them. And support us on Patreon.com slash weekly for twice-weekly bonus episodes. Um, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye-bye. I want to be famous.